Welcome to Enough with the Small Talk. I'm your host, Katie Lane. I'm your pain recovery coach and life coach, here to help you navigate this little thing we call living. Are you done with the surface level life? Over surface level conversations, you're craving that deep emotional support where you can bear your soul to someone who cares? That's me. I'm that person. I'm that best friend that everyone thinks is their therapist, you know, except I'm not a therapist, but that's okay. I'm here to emotionally support you, help you acknowledge and recognize the things that you've actually gone through, and to show you that what you feel is valid and that the key to moving forward and healing is understanding exactly who you are. So I can't wait to dive in. something really cool for you guys today and I know that we have a lot of new listeners I am so pumped I was just looking at the insights and I was like wow we have a lot of new listeners so if that is you and you are listening I'm Katie Lane I'm so glad you're here and oh what's happening here we go I record these on my phone video-wise so that I can use um, bits and pieces of the video for content so that you guys can find me, so that you guys can find what it is that maybe you need to help you in your life. I never plan my uh, my podcast episodes so you know they are always just completely from moments of inspiration and it has not failed me yet in the sense that whenever I trust myself and just record what I feel like needs to come out of me, there is always someone out there that was meant to hear it. Whether it's one person, whether it's 20 people, but there is always someone out there that really needed to hear what I, what, what's coming out of my mouth. And today, oh, I want to share this with you guys. This is really cool. I'm going to be sharing a bit about a client that I've been working with. She's absolutely freaking incredible. And I'm even going to share something with you that she wrote. Because when I read it, it hit my soul so deep. I I was like, can I share this like publicly? <laughs> and she was like, yes. And she gave me permission to use her name. Her name is Michelle, the beautiful, lovely Michelle. She actually, her and I, she has been following along on Facebook for a couple of years and um, listened to my podcast and then reached out to me. She's like, you always say in your podcast, if this resonates with you, if you feel like you just need to work with me, maybe you can't even explain it, just reach out. She's like, so that's what I'm doing. And it has been incredible ever since the first freaking session we had. And she came to me wanting to feel whole. She had done counseling in the past, worked with therapists in the past, has had a lot of stuff that she's gone through, a lot of heavy stuff, childhood stuff, adult stuff, and went through therapy and just still is at a point now where like it's more about how can I do what it is that I need to do for myself. Like really, if I think about our time together over the last month or so, we've really been honing in on like her just getting really grounded and doing what it is that's best for her 
in in a way that she feels really good about like in a way that doesn't harm other people in a way that doesn't hurt other people's feelings like in a way that at the end of the day Michelle can look in the mirror and not feel like she's putting herself last not feel like everyone else comes first because that's how she's felt for a really long time and I know that many of you guys will relate you know I'll start taking care of me or focusing on me when fill in the blank. She kind of got to a point where it's like she doesn't want to wait until when, you know, like let's do this now. And she has already made incredible, ah, like what's the best word of like leaps and bounds, but just is already implementing this in relationships with her life, in situations in her life. She is, she ran a 5k in the time that we've been spending together, um, which was more about the experience as a whole than just the accomplishment. Like that's something we really dove into. But so one of the things, so after our first session, right, like it was, it just kept getting the sense of like, I'm not doing what I want to do. I'm not feeling like, I feel like I have a bigger purpose, but I'm just feeling like really day to day mundane. Like I go to work, I do the house stuff, the wife stuff, the mom stuff. And it just kind of starts all over the next day, right? Like I'm not really doing anything that lights my soul on fire. So we kind of dove into like, well, what do you even like? Right. Which can be a really hard question for people to answer. That has been something that I've worked on personally. And I've talked a lot about like doing something for yourself by yourself. This is a strategy that just kind of came to me and because I realized that this is what I had been doing is it's like help like being brave enough and having the intention to take myself on these little mini adventures to get to know what the hell I like. Like I lived my life for so long feeling very similar to Michelle of like taking care of everybody else because it becomes a thing that we feel good about in the moment right like when we take care of other people there is fulfillment in that there is um sense of accomplishment in that but we can also really grow to resent that within ourselves Ooh, right we can also really grow to resent that we do that within ourselves and we also can grow to resent the people in our life that we take care of right and it's like her and I have talked a lot about emotional responsibility self-awareness and it's like kind of realizing getting to this point where you realize like I'm the one that's doing this like I'm the one that keeps putting me last I'm the one now that has kind of set the norm and the expectation that I will do all these things and not ask for help, that I will do X, Y, and Z, that I will always be there, that I will always put myself last, which is like commendable, feels commendable in a sense. But then when you really start to dissect it and you start to jump in, like dive into why and understanding that within yourself, sometimes the why we do that isn't so commendable, right? Like we realize that, it's something that we are, what's the word? Learned behavior. Part of it can be learned behavior from living 
in certain environments, right? A lot of like the people pleasing, doing things to appease those around, to keep the peace, not wanting to make waves, not wanting to make people angry. So we learn as a kid, a young adult to like, just kind of do things on our own, to do things for people, to do the thing before anyone can say anything about it, right? Not asking someone else for help because they might get mad. Maybe being a little nervous or afraid of people's reactions in our life. So rather than stirring the pot or making any waves, we just do it. And what happens over time when we do this is we get to a point where honestly we just feel like we've lost ourselves. And we feel like we just can't do it anymore. But the idea of changing the way things have been going, the dynamic maybe of your family, right? Like depending on who it is, you might feel that you do this with your husband and your kids or your wife and your kids or your grandparents or you have friends that you feel like you're constantly doing this with. Whoever those people are, it's like once you get hit that moment of awareness that dang, like, I don't want to really live like this anymore, but how do I, like, but you have the awareness that you've kind of done it to yourself. You've allowed people to do this. You've allowed yourself to fall into this role. It's like, how do you start to make the changes? And then it's that facing that kind of people pleasing and making waves because you're going to have to make, you're going to have to probably make some waves to make some changes, right? So anyway, Good Lord. So this is kind of what her and I have been working on is like her getting to a place where she's starting to do more of what she likes on a regular basis. She's starting to respond in ways that isn't just the people pleasing and the yes I can, not just telling people what they want to hear because you don't want to piss them off or make them uncomfortable, but actually responding in a way that aligns with what you actually want, but doing it in a way that you feel good about right? And understanding what is your like emotional responsibility in the relationship and what is theirs. If someone else is getting upset, if someone else is getting defensive, if someone else is getting fill in the freaking blank, right? Because depending on what that other person has been through in their life is going to create how they respond in the current moment to you and understanding that how someone else responds to us doing what's best for us isn't always our fault, isn't always our problem, isn't always actually, it's not actually because of us, right? And it's not to be insensitive, but it helps you to not take on the weight and the burden of someone else, to not constantly be overanalyzing how someone else is going to react, how someone else is going to feel, how someone else is going to respond. It helps us to not feel as guilty for maybe making someone upset, right? Because when you're a good person and you have empathy, it's hard to tell people what you know they don't want to hear because you know it's going to make them upset it's going to make them defensive it's going to make them it could be many different things and you know that so it can be really hard to do the thing that maybe is best for you knowing that it's gonna maybe cause some waves but waves are not a reason enough not to take care of ourselves I want to say that again like making waves 
is not enough of a reason to live your whole life not taking care of you. To live your whole life and not trying to figure out how to best take care of you. How to actually respond in a way that you want. Actually do what you want. Not just fall into the routine of someone else's life. Like actually spearheading your own life, your own choices, the things that you're doing on your day to day. I'm not saying you have to be selfish and only do what you want and YOLO and all this. No, 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 no. But not just being the doormat that other people walk on. Not allowing that to happen anymore. And there's ways to do this that feel good though. That don't feel like you're hurting other people or you're doing anything wrong, right? So this is really what we've been working on. And after our first session and figuring out like, what do you like? Getting outside and like just walking in the woods and nature on her street like, Walking and writing. This is a big thing. Writing, writing, writing is like she feels is part of her, this greater purpose, this greater purpose, something that she's meant to do while she's here living on planet earth is right. Okay. And so after our first session, I was like, I just want you, she likes homework. Okay. She likes homework. She wanted me to give her homework. I said, I want you to get your butt outside Go for that walk and write. Like just freely let yourself write. And just like speaking comes very natural. It's very therapeutic to me. Like these podcasts are, oh, my how podcasts feel for me is how writing feels for her. Okay. And her one of her first kind of reactions is like, well, who's going to read it? Like what's the purpose? Why am I? I'm like, that doesn't matter. Right? Like if writing fills your soul, there doesn't have to be any more reason than that just to write it. Right? That's a good lesson for all of us. There doesn't always have to be this like big impactful thing um, or big reason or intention because nine times out of 10, when we let ourselves naturally do what feels good, the bigger purpose shows itself to us down the line right we have to allow ourselves to do the thing for the purpose to make itself known oh yes that was good it's so true right gosh so she goes for a walk and she sends you like i want you to send me what you write and i want to read to you what she wrote hang on to your seats okay because I know this is gonna hit home for you. Because it sure as hell hit home for me. So she titled it, What Would Happen? From the moment we're born, our lives are measured. Date of birth, time of birth, APGAR scores, height and weight measurements. As we grow, more data is collected. Milestones are documented. Like walking, talking, first foods, All the criteria is presented to our providers who then determine whether we are normal. This isn't a bad thing. Oftentimes, this information alerts care providers to possible concerns that can be addressed easily and proactively. Sometimes, though, I wonder, how much is too much? Where's the line? When is too much information unhelpful, potentially harmful? Hear me out. I've been struggling lately and in a rut. 
Life feels very mundane, a repetitive cycle of work, eat, sleep, repeat. Today, in an effort to clear my head, I went outside for a walk. No music, no podcast, no phone calls. Just the sound of my feet hitting the pavement, lost in my thoughts. A dangerous place for me to be, just ask my husband. (laughs) As I walked, I kept trying to be present, be in my body, settle my shoulders, take long, deep breaths. My mind, however, had different plans. You should track this on your watch. I wonder what my pace is. I wonder how far I've gone. Our lives are filled with metrics. How tall are you? How much do you weigh? What size are you? Where'd you go to school? What grade did you get? What place did you win? How productive were you at work today? How long have you been married? How many followers do you have? How many likes did you get? How many kids do you have? How much do you make? How many calories did you eat? How much weight have you gained? How much weight have you lost? How fast do you run? How many miles do you run? How many steps do you take each day? How much can you lift? How many iFit workouts did you do this year? How many books have you read? We spend our lives creating lists and checking boxes, but are we really living? We have become a society that measures everything. Nearly every detail of our lives are measured, are tracked. Our goals have become more important than the process. Our agenda more valid than the experience. I wondered to myself as I walked, what would happen if we decided instead to measure by a different criteria? How does this make me feel? What feedback is my body giving me? What do I see, hear, smell around me right now? Does this resonate with me? Am I doing this for the right reasons? Does this make me happy? Does it make my soul sing? Does it bring me peace, joy? What would our lives look like if these were the bar we measured success by? What would happen if we got off the merry-go-round? Oh my gosh, you guys. Oh my gosh. Like I kind of just want to stop this podcast episode right here. And like, let you take that in. Honestly, like I encourage you to to hit your little back 10 seconds or 30 second button on your podcast right now and listen to that baby again. And like, remember what time in this podcast episode that's at because uh, come and listen when you need to, because what is that? How does that like hit for you? Are you like, damn, and you kind of feel that burning in your stomach? kind of makes you like stop in your tracks and makes you think like really makes you be like yeah this is talking to me this is me because that's exactly how I felt like I have always like as a kid man like stressing myself out up until 4 a.m in middle school and high school doing my homework to get A plus and A wasn't enough. I need to get an A plus because I knew an A plus existed. I needed to be able to get the A plus, right? With like tracking, I have had that thought, especially on like my physical healing journey of, you know, doing the things that are best for me to heal, but feeling like, well, if I don't track them, 
I don't have my mile counter, it doesn't count. If I don't cross it off on my tracker, if I don't keep track, like I literally, you guys, have known from my healthy living trackers, which have been an incredible tool and highly, highly, like I have nothing bad to say about my tracker system because it helped me in a time of desperate need to, it provided a sense of like accomplishment and accountability and excitement and I love tracking, but it, it like emphasized this whole tracking thing even more for me, which is why especially this hit home because I still find that in myself. Like I want to do my exercises, some PT for my back. And I'm like, are like, if I just do three exercises, does it even count? This is that all or nothing mentality, right? Like I have worked on a lot personally. This comes up with all of my clients. Most of my clients have this similar mindset and I think too like Michelle is a very driven person I'm a very driven person maybe you are listening to this if you find yourself being that like a plus seeker this is going to hit home for you 100% and the thing with like I think an unspoken point in Michelle's piece here is that with all these metrics in a sense, it can feel like we're setting ourselves up for failure. Like we're setting ourselves up to feel like it's never enough. Do you feel that? Like I feel that so hard. Because there's always going to be someone with more steps. There's always going to be someone with more weight loss. There's always going to be someone. And it's like feeling this think about this feeling this sense of like it doesn't count if it wasn't tracked where does that come from like if you feel that like I just want to ask you this so you can ask yourself where does that come from that it doesn't count if it's not tracked I love what she says here I wondered to myself as I walked, what would happen if we decided instead to measure by different criteria? I want you to take these with you from this episode. Okay, the next time you're thinking about tracking or putting your mile tracker on or looking at numbers or checking the boxes, think about these questions. How does this make me feel, right? Like that one alone sounds so simple, but... We override how we feel with, with like reason or logic or numbers all the time, all the time, right? Like even if you are paying attention to how you feel and doing something for five minutes makes you feel good, we talk ourselves out of it by saying it wasn't long enough. The metric isn't high enough, right? The number's not enough. Yet it made you feel good it made you feel strong it made you feel healthy right like think about I'm thinking about like walking and that that type of realm right now of like why are we doing it we're doing those things why are we putting our mile tracker on and going for a 1.17 mile walk the goal is because we want to feel healthy we want to feel strong we want to feel how it makes us feel and if you accomplish those feelings in five minutes, as opposed to 25 on any given day, why is that not enough that day? Oh, 
You know, why is it not enough for you? I think like she hits a lot of these points of like societal metrics, you know, like the tracker and the steps, like that's a very big thing in the, the fit, the Apple watch and the da, 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 da. I think part of it absolutely is like following by example, like that's what the majority of people are doing. That's what we're seeing online. Right. But I also think a lot of it for us is deeper for, for us individually, right? Like it gives us a sense of accomplishment that we feel we're lacking elsewhere in our life, right? Like, are you someone that you feel anxiety if things are in an in-between, if things aren't like clearly spelled out? You don't know how far you walked. That gives you like, oh, I can't write down exactly how long it was. Oh, I feel like, oh, it didn't even count. I don't know. Like, oh, a lot of these things are deeper for a lot of us, you know? And I think tracking, it's not to say tracking is bad. And I know Michelle doesn't mean that here too. Like, it doesn't mean that like, don't track your stuff and don't da, da, da. Like, if that's helpful for you, if that helps you accomplish what you want to accomplish, and that's a good strategy for you, that's wonderful but this is just like perspective it's just offering perspective because so often we can get so caught up like she's saying here in the metrics of things that like the reason why we're actually doing it in the first place gets lost right like are we actually living our life she says that we spend our lives creating lists and checking boxes but are we really living You know, like, wow, that line makes me think of like, you know, checking the boxes. A lot of you listening to this are in your 20s and 30s. I have a very diverse age group, which I love. Um, you know, I have a lot of people that I, that I work with, not only listeners, but people that I work with that are my parents' age. I'm 29, I'll be 30 in October, and I love that I have both perspectives of life someone who has lived almost 60 years someone who has lived 30 years right and I think the metrics that we are measuring tend to look a little different depending on the phase of our life and sometimes and I get hung up on this I know this like I get hung up in the all right, we need to have X amount of money in the bank. We need to save this. We need a down payment on the house. We need a car payment, not car payment. We need to be able to buy our cars. I don't want car payments. That's my point. We're in the process of buying a new car right now. And it's like, we're going to buy it outright. But it's like making me want to die, <laughs> like letting go of that amount of money, you know? And I always have to go back and forth with myself of like, you know, being responsible, being logical, planning, being mindful, not setting ourselves up for failure as far as life and money and kind of the milestones in life, but also within that being able to allow myself to like, like live, right? Like I definitely have, and I know why I know where it comes from and it's served me well in a lot of ways, you know? Um, but like with money, like I am the type naturally that would like, like I would die a gazillionaire before spending, you know, 2000 on something that I need, <laughs> you 
you know, like I'm very, very afraid to spend. I spend on what we need and I'm grateful that I've been this way because it allows us when we need to buy a car, we have the money to buy the car because I've been so focused and Eric has been so focused mutually. We have been on the same page, but I have let like the fear of kind of checking the boxes I have in my head just create so much like inner turmoil and anxiety and like I think that is the same for many situations here like feeling like if we don't check the boxes the way that we have it outlined in our head and I think a lot of it strip away society strip away anybody else a lot of it are metrics that we've created that's the thing like this makes me think a lot about metrics I've created for myself, whether that's money, whether that's weight loss, right? I've struggled with that a lot in the past too. And it's like, but do you ever notice, oh, Jillian, Jillian, if you're listening to this, this makes me think of you. I was like health and wellness coaching prior to doing kind of what I'm doing now. And it was very much, um, it started because I was, I needed to really focus on getting to a healthier weight with my back injury. And I've struggled with my weight my entire life. I have fluctuated my entire life. And I remember talking about weight loss and body image, right? Which is a huge metric for, I know many, if not all, many, if not all of you listening right now. And I remember saying like, it's like chasing a high that doesn't exist with weight loss. Have you ever noticed that when you get to a certain weight, it's not, it's never enough. And this is like a psychological thing. And this has really given me perspective. And I ask myself the same thing with the other aspects of my life, like money or gosh, that's the big one for me. And it's fear-based for me. It's fear-based you know, lacking stability at points in my life, losing my job because of my back injury, losing my income, feeling like losing the ability to provide for myself. Um, so much fear, so much fear that I ask myself all the time, will it ever be enough? Will I ever financially feel like it's enough? Just like with my weight, when I got down to the weight, it was never enough. And I look back now and I look at myself in that way and I'm like, oh my God, I, I needed to appreciate how far I've come. Like I look and it's like, I would give anything to be there now. I know so many of you relate to that. You know, and it's like, but when I got there, it wasn't enough. So is it really about the weight? Is it really about the money? Is it really about the metric? Is it really about what you're telling yourself it is? Is it really about the thing that you're measuring or is it about something else? And nine times out of 10, it's about something else. That's what I've realized, right? And that's what we're digging into, her and I. Gosh, we made a lot of progress. The, the things that she has, the insights that have hit, the, the action she has taken in her life, the, the level of self-understanding, the realization she's had, the changes she's trying to implement, the conversation she's been brave enough to start, the responding differently than she would have in the past in a way that she can feel good about. Like, 
when we start to dive into what's actually underneath the metrics, what's actually underneath the things, that's when the real, oh, what's the word? Like, that's the good stuff right there. That's the stuff that's going to make the difference in your life and how you feel that. And that's why we're all here, right? Like life is about chasing feelings that we want. We want to feel whole. We want to feel healthy. We want to feel strong. We want to feel loved. Like these are human, instinctual, emotional, physiological desires that we are here on this earth to fulfill for ourselves, <coughs> right? And these metrics, fulfilling these metrics are like a false accomplishment on our way to, to like, we think if we hit these metrics, we're going to feel whole. It's bullshit, right? When you really think about it, it's not about hitting the metric. It's about the behavior associated with hitting the metric. Right? So the metrics can be helpful in helping us actually do the behavior and create the behavior. It's not about the metric. It's about how to get to the metric, right? It's about what do, figuring out what do I need to feel whole and healthy. And hitting 10,000 steps is what is like easily out there on the internet and what all the health gurus are saying. So we think in our head, we convince ourselves, oh, if I can hit 10,000 steps every day, I will feel a certain way. But you might hit your 10,000 steps, like I'm saying, and you feel like you're chasing a high that doesn't exist because maybe that's not the actual problem here. Maybe that's not the actual thing that you psychologically, emotionally, and physiologically are craving, are wanting. So this is why what I get to do with you guys is so awesome because we get to uncover the truth about what is it that you are wanting? What is it that you actually need to feel the way you want to feel? And it's usually not hitting your 10K steps. It's usually not losing 30 pounds. It's usually not all of these metrics, having X amount of kids, how many miles you can run, how fast you run right? It's like a temporary fix of um, a boost of accomplishment, a boost of confidence in the moment. But is it actually hitting the true root of what it is that we want? And that's where these questions that Michelle wrote is more about getting to the root of our desires, our wants, what we need, what fills us up, what lights our soul on fire. How does this make me feel? Not how many steps did I run? How does this make me feel? And if it feels good, do it again. And if it doesn't feel good, do something different, right? What feedback is my body giving me? The amount of people that I've worked with that do things that goes against what their body is telling them just because they read it online, just because a doctor told them to, right? What feedback is my body giving me? Listening to that. What do I see, hear, and smell around me? Being present in the moment and not letting ourselves drown in the anxiety of our freaking future, right? How many of us are sacrificing our future because we're so anxiety-driven, ridden about our... I mean, how many of us are sacrificing our present 
because we're so anxiety driven about our future. Does this resonate with me? It's okay if something doesn't resonate with you that resonates with someone else. Have you lived your life? I live my life. I know Michelle relates to this, right? How many of us live our lives feeling like something's wrong with us because like what actually resonates with me is actually a lot different. But us sticking to what resonates with other people to just feel accepted. Follow what resonates with you. You want fulfillment. You want to feel whole. You want to feel good. You want to feel you. You want to know who you are on a deep core level. Follow what resonates with you despite what other people resonate with. Even if you're the only person that resonates with that thing, follow it and see what happens. Am I doing this for the right reasons? That's a good one, Michelle. Am I do- understanding the reasons that you're doing it, right? Having that awareness. Does this make me happy? The most basic question, so many of us make choices that, yes, sometimes we have to make choices that don't make us happy. That's part of being an adult in life. But there's also like a whole piece of the pie of like choices that we're making that don't make us happy that we don't need to make, right? And instead, filling that piece of the pie with choices that do make us happy. Does it make my soul sing? A lot of people don't even know what that feels like. That's okay. If you don't know what that feels like and you're listening, my biggest thing for you, do something for yourself, by yourself. Go on little mini adventures. It doesn't have to be anything big. Pick something you want to do by yourself, for yourself, to learn what makes your soul sing, to learn what you like. Does it bring me peace and joy? Oh my gosh. What would our lives look like if these were the bar we measured success by? What would happen if we got off the merry-go-round? Wow. Thank you, Michelle, for writing that, for letting me share that with the world. You guys, I'm going to wrap this episode up here because that is perfect. Take that in. Think about that. If you're a writer, if you like to journal, if you like, I like to speak. If you're someone else doing their thing online and this inspired you, write about it, make a post about it, have a conversation that you've been needing to have. What is this like stirring up in you? Take note of it. Be aware. Run with it because this stuff is what life is all about right here. Okay? Good Lord. So just like I always say, just like Michelle reached out to me, if this is hitting you in the soul, if this resonates with you, if you want to connect, reach out to me. If you found me on Facebook, Instagram, Healing with Katie Lane, I always put a form down in the show notes that you can just fill out and like directly connect with me also, but never hesitate to reach out. If this type of stuff is like, this is what I need in my life, let's look at what spending some time together would look like because feeling the things that we want to feel isn't a pipe dream. It isn't. You can live life feeling whole, feeling happy, feeling at peace, feeling love, feeling the things that you want to feel. We just have to figure out what's the way for you individually, which is going to be different than Michelle. It's going to be different than me. It's going to be different than my other clients. But we can figure out what is it that you need 
And how freaking exciting is that? Oh my god. Alright, I love all of you guys. Thank you so much for being here. As always, take care of yourself.